Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Before we get started, I promised myself that I wouldn't forget to share a very important update with you all. I've officially reopened my one-on-one coaching and I've opened up just five spots to work with me privately. And this will be the last opportunity before summer to work with me. Once those spots are gone, they're gone. So if you're really serious about getting off the dating roller coaster, you're tired of the games, and you're ready to attract a great relationship, go apply now. Use the link in my Instagram bio at Dr. Morgan Coaching, or feel free to send me a DM on Instagram letting me know you'd like to apply. What's up, y'all? This is going to be a fun episode, and you want to know why? We're going to talk about a theory that is pretty mind-blowing, and this goes all the way back to Sigmund Freud himself, and if you're a psych nerd, maybe you know a little bit about Freud. Certainly I am. I've read more of his stuff than any human should, probably, Um There was some really crazy things he believed, but there's also some really amazing ways that he contributed to the field of clinical psychology. I tend to align most with a branch of psychodynamic theory called object relations. I won't get too nerded out on that, but just think of it as a modern model of psychodynamic theoretical orientation. So yes, it has roots in Freud, but also a lot more additions that make sense uh, in our current world. But that's not what we're here to talk about. This is not an object relations explanation. I want to talk to you guys about something that is called repetition compulsion. And you're like, what in the hell is that? So what is it? (laughs) Before I dive into it, I want to talk about why. Why is it important? So this can be a theory that's used to explain why people date the same people over and over. And I talk a lot about attachment theory to explain that. Uh, But I think this theory goes hand in hand with attachment theory in terms of being able to also support why we do what we do in relationships. And if you've ever had that friend who dates the same kind of person over and over, or you've been that person, then you know how frustrating it is. You know how painful it can be. And 
you know, I, I can think of one person I, I spoke with recently actually who acknowledged that they're only attracted to someone if that person's married and it's a pattern that they've noticed. They're only attracted to people who are married. If there was a single available man, good looking, not attracted. Nope. Only attracted to somebody if they're married, older, and have a position of status. And you go, what? How is that possible? Repetition, compulsion. So what is it? Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Do some Freud, Freud digging here. So here's a quote from Freud. Well, at least part of the quote, because the whole thing is just doesn't work. So (laughs) the part of the quote is the desire to return to an earlier state of things. And let me expand on that. What does that mean? Before I do, though, side tangent, did you all know this quote that Freud had that is sometimes a cigar is just a cigar where he's trying to say that we can't always read into things? The funny thing is Freud loved to smoke cigars. Meanwhile, he had theories that talked about um, having an oral fixation where that's connected to being repressed or regressed in your development and that really objects were, you know, representations of repressed sexual desires. So, um, a cigar can appear very phallic. So, I don't know. I always just thought it was kind of funny that he had that saying, well, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Um, And maybe maybe for him it was just a cigar or maybe he had lots going on and didn't deal with it because sometimes the people who are so brilliant in the field can also have so much internally that they've never dealt with. So we'll never know. Maybe a cigar was just a cigar for Freud. Who knows? Anyways, back to what we're talking about. The desire to return to an earlier state of being. Repetition compulsion is this idea that as humans, we want to be comfortable, right? And what's comfortable? things that are familiar. So the early relationships that we had with our parent, you know, whether it was uh, whoever your parental figures were, whether it was your biological mom or dad or not, someone else, you unconsciously seek to recreate those same relationships in your adult life because of repetition compulsion we recreate patterns in relationships that are familiar because familiar is comfortable. And a lot of times this is happening unconsciously. Okay. So what does this look like? Let's, let's do, 
classic example, and this can be who at whatever gender, but I'm just going to do female because I know I have a lot, a lot of women who listen. So let's say, you know, as a child, your father was really unavailable. He was working 80 hours a week and you felt really abandoned and you remembered every day when he would get home from work, you would have to wait because he'd be really angry um, or stressed out from work and you didn't want to bother him. So you had to give him space. And then if you were lucky, he might sit down and ask you how your day was, but not really listen. You know, so that's an example of an unavailable, emotionally unavailable father. Even if he is providing, he's not really tuned into your needs. He doesn't really know what's going on in your life. He doesn't really see you, right? Or even, you know, a more painful example is a parent who is neglectful or emotionally abusive or a parent who is physically abusive, right? Like there's all of these possibilities in terms of what your early relationship looked like. So then you're dating and you can't figure out why you are attracted to people who are unavailable emotionally. Either they are just super, super busy and they have no time for you. Maybe they're working a very high pressure job and they only can see you once every couple weeks. Or maybe um, they have an avoidant attachment style, we would say. They really struggle with intimacy and you're only able to see them once a month, or there's just a lot of inconsistency. What we know is that that person is reenacting scenarios from their past in their current dating life. And one of the things that is so important to understand is a lot of times in repetition compulsion, yes, it's because it's comfortable, but it's also because there was never healing. There was never work done that internal work to acknowledge the pain, to acknowledge the early relationship. So there's no opportunity for that behavior to change course. Okay. So the same thing is being repeated. The the behavior pattern repeats and the unconscious secret wish is that this time, this time the result would be different. This time you would get the man's attention. You would get him to love you and it would make up for every single time your father ignored you or wasn't available. That's the unconscious secret wish when it comes to repetition compulsion. And let me tell you, when I have that conversation with people and the light bulb goes off, there's a lot of crying. (laughs) You know, and I don't say that just to say like, yeah, I make people cry. No, it's because there's a lot of pain there when people have that realization of, I have been acting unconsciously. I've been recreating the same patterns and types of relationships, or maybe it's even just the same type of lifestyle, the same type of chaos from my early life because that is what I knew. And because somehow I wanted to show that now as an adult, I can have a different outcome. 
And here's the thing. You can cope differently as an adult. You can, you now have the freedom to choose your coping skills, to look at your behaviors, to navigate through life in a way that's no longer in survival mode, but where you get to choose intentionally how you show up in the world, right? Because as children, you really truly are just doing the best that you can in your home environment and you have no choice. It's not like at nine years old, you can just pack a bag and say, peace, um, heading out, going to get my own spot, right? No. You as a child literally did the best that you could in the environment that you were in. And that was enough. You didn't get to choose your coping skills. You didn't get to intentionally say, well, how do I get through this the best that I can? And how can I set boundaries? No, 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 no. You did what you had to do for survival. But as an adult, yes, you get to choose now. And one of the things you get to choose is, wow, me recreating these same relationship patterns and having these same behaviors and having the same chaos that I had as a child, is that serving me or do I want to do something else? And oftentimes I see people when they have tried on their own, they have had the same problem again and again and again. They've tried to fix it on their own and they just can't. They just can't because they haven't done the internal work to really illuminate these patterns and also to heal, to heal from the pain of it. Okay. So that's when I see people, they, they have tried and they can't do it on their own. And guess what? None of us can. This is hard work. This is really hard work. You need some kind of guide, some kind of support, you know, uh, because it's really hard to see these things on your own. And it's because it's uncomfortable. You're not going to make yourself go through this uncomfortable emotional space on your own. Okay. So repetition compulsion is a huge, huge help in understanding why we're doing what we're doing. And what can we do about it? You know, there's so much, there's so much that we can, that we can do, but the very, very first step, which maybe this episode has helped you think about your own patterns, right? The very, very first step is acknowledging it, making space for it, noticing the emotions that come up, thinking about ways that you've recreated the trauma and the wounds from your childhood that you've recreated those same kinds of scenarios or same kind of relationship dynamics in your present day and just getting really open and honest with yourself about that. I know I've had to do that and I know it's not easy, you know, shout out to my own therapist and my own coach because I could not have done it on my own. All right. I'm here for you. I support you. I know this episode is super fun because it's a lot of theory, but it's also a lot to take in. So reach out to me, shoot me a DM. Let me know what you thought about learning about repetition compulsion. And of course, if you have questions about it, I'm happy to answer. I totally nerd out on this stuff. So shoot me a DM at Dr. Morgan Coaching on Instagram. And if you know that you are ready to make 
the change in your life that would prepare you for the kind of partnership that you know deep down you deserve and you know that you're really ready to do the work and you want someone to be that guide and be the mentor and take you through the process, reach out to me. Let's see if we'd be a good fit to work together. Just shoot me a DM at Dr. Morgan Coaching and let me know that you're interested and I'll send you the link to apply. As always, I appreciate you all. Thanks for listening. Totally makes my day when I hear from you. So shoot me a DM or screenshot this episode and tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching on Instagram. And I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I will talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.